Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friend. That's right. It's not Simon. It's me, Dave, from that time of Dave. But Simon and Dean are also here because I've been sent by HR, hormone replacement, in order to do their annual review, see if they get their bonus or not. Hello, both. Hello, Hello. Dave. Hello, David. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you, sir. Thank you for coming. Nervous. Well, thank you for having me. I'd, I don't know what the, what, what, what the protocol is here. I'm sorry. Well, uh, basically, I'm going to look over what you've done so far and just see if you've earned your bonus. Okay. Mm. So, obviously, uh, in order to do your performance review, I needed to know some actual targets. Hmm. So, I, I asked you, and I've mm-hmm. got three. I've got, a, I've got one for both of you and individual ones. And I okay. thought we'd, we'd start with the one for both of you before we get down into the, the filthy business. Well, in Dean's case. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No. Unprofessional. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of, of seeing what you've been up to and see whether you've met that. So you said that you, you're ignorant pigs. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you want to be prize pigs. Correct. Yes. I believe that was the Simon's mission statement from the first episode. Yes. So I, I want to see if you've met that standard. Now, I don't know what that means. So I Googled <laughs> the British Pig Association. Right. There's a picture of me and Dean. <laughs> Rosettes. <laughs> on, on the before, before side. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to know if now, after the podcast, you feel you've earned the, the prize standards for, for British pigs. Now, oh, yeah. it turns out that there are quite a lot of British pigs, prize or otherwise. So I went with the most common one. Apparently, the, the British land race pig. Wow. <laughs> like like Star Wars, this. the Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> this is pig racing. So I'm just going to check um, which of these characteristics you feel you have, which you don't have, and that'll help me judge whether you're uh, prize pigs or not. Okay. <laughs> and if you can justify it based on your previous episodes, that's fine. Okay. Right. Bread in the United Kingdom? Um, if you mean like born and raised, then yes, I think geographically we can both claim that. Or is it because obviously a lot of pigs and pig products are you know mixed with bread? Are we talking actual baked bread? I am literally reading what's in front of me on the <laughs> okay. British Pig Association <laughs> PDF. Is it B R E D or B R E A D? B R E D. Okay, well, fair, fair enough. Then. Yes, absolutely, we can do that. Yes, I, I think. I- <laughs> uh, well, I, w- I would say I would struggle to argue that, in just a full disclosure, that the podcast has had any impact on our <laughs> in the UK. Okay, so we're all right there already. Yes. Have at, le- have at least 12 sound teats. 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 <laughs> teats. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, it's the second uh, article of that sentence, I'm going to think. My teats are fairly unsound, to be honest. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, should a forty-year-old man lack it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do. Do <laughs> do. <laughs> if, if we're talking about within, answer male teats go. I think mine are fairly nondescript. I don't. They, they haven't changed at all in the last um, forty years. <laughs> I'm aware. So, so, so also unaffected by the podcast. Uh, I'll say so much, yes. I mean, sometimes they've tingled when I've thought of certain things. But... <laughs> or when danger's in the area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I would say what teats they have are sound, 
but I cannot claim to have 12. Uh, again, unless we're stretching the definition of teeth to the point where uh, my physical properties could uh, fall under that umbrella. I mean, you're being you're being a bit vague, Dean. I suspect you have got 12. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to speak with a proper corporate jargon, but uh, I have 12 other things which could be described as teats. I think uh, I, I think at the stage where I'm asking you if your teats are sound, then we can maybe abandon the corporate <laughs> <laughs> the corporate field. I, mean, I guess I, I could uh, have a good case for harassment here if you if speak in an official capacity. This is how HR gets you, though. They, they start talking about teats, and before you know it, you're before the judge. <laughs> what, do, where, where do you work? <laughs> the HR such legal powers redacted. so it sounds like simon might struggle this one it says free from congenital defects but it gives a list (laughs) scrotal hernia no Uh. (laughs) blind anus (laughs) definitely not (laughs) i've got this all seeing eye down there (laughs) i didn't even know pigs could see from that undershot or overshot to jaw no, I'm okay on that one. I'm okay on that one. <laughs> All right, so okay. it's, it's a little bit undershot, I suppose. Well, no, I can't have every disease a pig can get. Carry on. <laughs> I'll put that one down as a possible. So we're all right. So I'm going to go through some of the general ones, not all of them, because right. weirdly there are absolutely loads. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very specific about how they want their land race pigs to be. <laughs> so if we're looking at the head, apparently we need minimum jowl. Uh, I don't have much of a jowl. No, I think you're good at this. I think I, yeah, I definitely yeah. ahead of you in the jowl stake. But since the podcast started, I've mine's gone slightly smaller. It so... doesn't. It doesn't say no jowl. It just says minimum. Yeah, I think we're, yeah, we're all right on that minimum jowl. I think yeah. we. Yeah, I could have less jowl, but compared to where I started, I've got less than I did. So I guess that counts as sub minimal. So you're so. you're 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 slouching towards the prize. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Good. So we're doing we're doing quite well actually in the prize yeah. pig in the prize pig stakes. Now apparently yeah. your your action should be firm and free. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sorry, I got a bit of coffee. Probably <laughs> counts against me on the prize pig stakes, but uh, yeah. um, I think I'm I think I'm fairly firm in what actions I do based on that I do very few. Especially since we started talking about Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I think because it takes me so much effort to get to do an action in the first place, the ones I end up doing are fairly firm. Uh, you know, like we're talking one a fortnight. So I'd say firm. Uh, free, I would argue with, because obviously life constraints of parent of two children is always going to be quite constrained. All right, Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me for trying to raise the tone from this pig-based banter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be talking about teats some more, shall I? <laughs> Socrates had fine, fine teats. Uh, yeah. We'll do one more. Apparently your hams need to be full and rounded from back and sides, deep to hock, wide between the legs, with a good inner thigh. <laughs> I'll have to defer to Dean on this one again. <laughs> I, I'm actually uh, just thrown by the fact that According to this, there's a part of a pig called a ham, which I, which I didn't know before. Now I thought that was generic. It's a word for it. Term yeah. for pig meat, but uh, like sausage. Uh, yeah, like does a pig have? Well, obviously, does a pig have a sausage? Because then Dave will accuse me of other things later <laughs> on. Clearly, they are. pig sausage. I saw, saw a woman 
uh, Ted going off on a fan <laughs> on Channel 5. Was that the DJ Simon Bates' old job? Uh, big wanking. I yeah. think so. I've learned <laughs> yeah, that somewhere. Awesome. I can't remember where, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was on that farm where they wanked the pigs. Uh, I did all of this out. <laughs> this is definitely going to get me no bonus. <laughs> well, I, I actually think on this regard, you've maybe qualified for it because you seem to be meeting all the uh, criteria to be a prize pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, answer the previous, uh, the, the most recent question, uh, but I'm not entirely sure what part of my anatomy would come as a ham. Um, so I'm I'm gonna say <laughs> question mark miscellaneous TBC. Which, which which part of your anatomy would you say was was most ham like? Um, because I, now I don't know which part of the pig is the ham. <laughs> so <I'm> gonna, <laughs> but there's a lot of parts of my body which are <laughs> needlessly pink. I'll say that. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that's not really what we're going for. I think if you're talking upper thighs, yeah, I think I've got fairly solid. Uh, and hip stuff. I mean, if we're talking hips down, I, I'd say I qualify hips up or oh, shambles after mess. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it's a prize anything. Nice fatty bit of ham there. Yeah. <laughs> the only prize I get for waste up is participation prize. <laughs> He's definitely here. He exists, but that's all we can say about him, which is good. Which area of your body would you say, Dean, if we were to slice you up and sell you off for food, would <laughs> would be the area where we could get the most slices for the least cost? Oh, definitely um thigh area. I've always because because of the valley upbringing, I've always had and the my, my father and the Burnett family's genetic uh, dwarf warrior dwarf esque build. Uh, mm. Always had very very uh, formidable thighs. Uh, needless, well, say for unnecessarily so, but they, they have a lot of bulk to cart around, <laughs> so they get a lot of work done. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of um, the, the flesh to, to bone ratio is very impressive there, but it's, it's good meat, not um, you know, not a lot of offcuts there. So oh, yeah, thigh area. Not that, you're th- <laughs> not that you're thinking of doing that, I hope. <laughs> We've got to make our money back on this podcast somehow, I suppose. <laughs> what sort of wine would you pair yourself with? <laughs> um, um, let's think. Uh, Ribena? well i think again again looking through this i think i think we've done all right the only ones you might not get for being a prize pig are ears drooping and slanting forward no Mm -hmm. no no and a tail thick at the root (laughs) (laughs) i said about that one the better (laughs) there's some i've heard said that the human coccyx is like the vestigial tail that we have which would be quite thicker through because it's internal. So logically, you could argue that we have a thick-rooted tail. That's the type of logic that'll get you laughed out of the bedroom, wasn't it? In, a lot of it is internal. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find. Like, when you consider most species of microscopic, this actually is quite impressive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back for more of Dean's bedroom talk after these beeps and boops. <laughs> the average gorilla penis is three inches, I'll have you know. <laughs> I think we can get on to the the individual goals now. Okay. So I I have got all the individual scores put together for averages and things, but we'll get to that sort of excitement later. Okay. So I, I thought we could we could look at some of your goals. Now I originally asked Dean to see what his goal was to see if he'd met it, and he said, "I don't know. I've not really thought about it." Yeah, but I, I, just, I wish I made your heart, your job harder, but that was true at the time of asking. So well, luckily, luckily since then. He uh, then said, actually, maybe it's so I didn't sound like a racist or a pervert. 
that was now, yeah my main I'm goal gonna, with this podcast yes i'm gonna ask you both uh simon do you feel dean has achieved that <laughs> Uh, speaking as a racism pervert, I think he has, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, do you do you think you've you've achieved it? I think I think intention matters. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, that should be taken into account before any final judgments are made. But I will say that according to the feedback I've had <laughs> from Simon and others. There may have been some oversights in some areas. So what you're saying is perhaps we need some more information. Yeah. Ideally, yes. Uh, well, not ideally for me, but ideally for well, the sake of uh, argument, yes. Well, luckily, someone is, <laughs> has listened to podcasts and taken quite a lot of quotes. Mm. Now, a lot of people think context matters. <laughs> I, I would argue that yes i would very much insist that context matters i think what we're going to have to do is look at the cold hard logic of this and just listen to some of the quotes and uh see see how they sound now i've collected these together and it turns out that if i if i rearrange them slightly and and read them they become something of a found poem <laughs> okay so that is what I'm going to read to you now. Now, this is entirely based on things that you have said. Now, like specifically, I said, right? Yeah, you specifically. Yeah. Now, again, I, I don't want this to be, to be judgmental in any way. This is free from context. We'll just use exactly what you've said to see if you are a racist or a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> so the poem is called, I wouldn't pay you a penny or a farthing for that. <laughs> a found poem. <laughs> Now, ideally, this would have some sort of free-flowing jazz underneath it. But that's... <laughs> that could be done, Dave. <laughs> <clears throat> I wouldn't pay you a penny or a farthing for that. A found poem by Dean Burnett. Full arse on display. It gives you a sense of community and superiority. I got given condoms by the Shag Society. My search history is all over the shop. <laughs> I mentioned the sugar babes and no one laughed. <laughs> I hope a stranger spots something wrong. I'm a proper multicultural person. <laughs> I've got Japanese friends. That's top foreign. <laughs> I'm going to have to get up for this. People from Malaysia singing Western songs. They can't pronounce their R's. Blueberry Hill. Squishy <laughs> science. I'm a very pliable person. <laughs> You can't go one direction with a toothbrush. You have to go up and down. <laughs> Handy last-minute standing for women's marital aids. <laughs> Everything is so phallic-shaped. The phallus is tubular. <laughs> Intimate apparel for ladies. <laughs> the Indian community are fruit enthusiastic. You could put chloroform in that. <laughs> Do you want to queue for hours for this bed you're going to spend two minutes in? My arse is numb at this point. <laughs> Little white saviour going on. They're definitely not the same race, are they? <laughs> a pasty white baby in a Mexican church. <laughs> I'm just saying some people are superior. <laughs> I kick him in the nuts and balloons pop out. <laughs> I'm charging eight bucks for a crease. <laughs> My purse smelled like chocolate and I threw it in the bin. <laughs> It's got a very strong gimp-like quality to it. Shower heads and women in baths. Forced to stay in contact with an inanimate object. Weirdly erotic if memory serves, inserting virtual things. 
Shove sick crystals up your flu. <laughs> I like the idea that the voice actor will make you want to orgasm. <laughs> Vague incest element. More incest? Great, let's get to it. <laughs> We're exhibitionists. We can film ourselves in the corner with an iPhone. Teutonic efficiency, whatever language they speak. The stereotype <laughs> of the Teutonic people. Do you know this guy wants £68 black PVC maternity wear catsuit? Pregnancy boy, that's what you are. <laughs> the pig does nothing. <laughs> Beckett pig. Slick consistency. I was banned from walking about my university house. <laughs> How much does this horse love carrots? It's got a massive lob on. <laughs> Sexy horses. Wah, wah. <laughs> Dank. <laughs> violence, violence. Racism, racism. Slapstick violence. That's what she said. <laughs> uh. and that's uh, Dean's found poem okay. I've, I'll give two responses to one. <laughs> you, you have listened to this way too much <laughs> I appreciate it but also I'm worried for you <laughs> secondly that is the best thing I've ever written <laughs> I'm saying that is a professional author <laughs> and you can't is, even have it this much <laughs> is, is there time to put it in your latest book <laughs> no, I don't care. I'll write it in by hand on every single version I find. Well, if I just print it, perhaps we could just stick it in the front. Yeah, yeah. same for the back cover as a bonus for everyone once it's signed. So, so now you've heard you've heard the evidence devoid of of context, the cold hard facts lay before you. Um, what do we think? Do you think you've maintained your goal of not being a racist or a pervert? Now, I will say, <laughs> everything I've heard so far... One second, I need to get this into the spreadsheet. <laughs> All right, based on the evidence, I think perhaps there is a part of this podcast which has a somewhat unhealthy attitude to human sexuality. <laughs> but I maintain, it's not me, it's Simon. <laughs> I think, personally, that we're here to learn things, we're here to explore the minutiae, the flotsam and jetsam of modern culture, and human sexuality is a huge part of that, whether we like it or not. Now, I think when I bring this up, that is scientifically and ethically a sensible thing to do. It makes it a safe space. No one feels judged. But when I do it and Simon goes, you stinking pervert, I think that gives bad connotations and it's unhelpful and unhealthy. So I think, yes, I think I have maintained my, uh, my goals <laughs> in order to enlighten and inform the masses. And Simon is the one who is sabotaging my efforts on a daily basis. The racism, I can't, I can't, I can't defend that. <laughs> Simon, can you respond to this? Well, this isn't the first works meeting where I've had uh, everything turned on me and been blamed for all, all the problems. <laughs> Something I'm used to, and I would have to say in that in that circumstances, um, uh, yes, stressing me out. I, I f- feel my heart going beat a little bit fast, <laughs> and I'm going to be taking six months off work <laughs> for stress. For stress. Next week's episode, hi, it's Dean, and welcome to Why This Thing Exists. Why do you think this thing exists, Dean? Uh... <laughs> I'll get a 10% to you, Dean, and be fine. Yeah. one of those AIs. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I do think I tend to deviate to the uh, uh, you know, slightly raunchier aspect a bit more, perhaps, than I should. But a great man once said, sex sells, so I'm just doing my best for the podcast, is my argument. Your Honour. <laughs> Do you think then, Dean, um, if we're setting goals for the forthcoming year, that I should be uh, more sexy? 
<laughs> Until this moment, I would have said yes, but now that you've said it like that, I'm going to say no. Quite <laughs> frankly, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those be careful what you wish for. <laughs> That's a real monkey Paul that one, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I realized well, I walked into a trap here and I should really stop talking. Uh, several months too late, but nonetheless, <laughs> better late than never. Well, I look forward to reading Simon's poem next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Simon, uh, you said for your goals, you wanted to give full judgment on as many topics as you can and not talk about horses. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you uh, respond initially to that. Well, we failed there, haven't we, really? <laughs> we've, we've done a lot of judgments. I think yeah. some of mine, um, they they kind of haven't really been thought through, I don't think. I've got a, little, a lot of threes, and there's been more than one occasion where I've forgotten what my argument was, and <laughs> I've kind of just had to randomly dish out a number at the end of it. Do you want to know the topics? Oh, yes, please, yeah. Well, so the best I could do was a qualitative analysis, so bear in mind, garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to, I've had to group them. So if we look at yours... Should call the podcast that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're by far your most popular topics with 26.1% each were decorative products and products with a use. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, interesting. So, I would not have said that. So somebody's got Google. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And an Amazon Prime account. <laughs> And the next one down from that was 17.4% was food. Good Lord. So those, those, and and the rest I could go to some other time. So it's fairly concentrated on the product. Now, if we go to deeds, far and away the most popular thing at 34.8% of the topics is some sort of, (laughs) (laughs) well, some sort of entertainment so whether that's oh, okay. TV or, or songs or, or stuff like that, computer games, that's that's Dean's most popular popular one. Okay. Again, we're not have said that. That's interesting. Well, yeah. So, um, however, horses <laughs> do turn up what I'm going to call a couple of times. <laughs> um, with, with particular reference to episode nine, where we go on at length at Bailey's Horse Streets. <laughs> That was me, though. I brought that up. So I, I did not know Simon's goal at the time. So that was, uh, I don't think you could pin that on Simon exactly. I, no. I, I forced him into that one. And another one I don't think we can blame Simon for are, are yes. the Penny Farthing, where yes. he talked yes. about, and the, the random Wikipedia article where it came up with the horse racing. Hmm. Yes, those are all out, out beyond your control, Simon. All, uh, I think you can't be held accountable for those uh, forays into equine matters. To be honest, I thought we talked about horses much, much more than that. So well, it might have come good. up in conversation, but as topics, it doesn't it hasn't nah, come true, up that That's much. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could be constantly trying to derail the conversation to horses. <laughs> but if we look at your scores, yeah, uh, it's not not too bad. So I separated that, these out into Dean's Dean points, Dean's Simon points, Dean's guest points. And Dean's average points, yeah. and then the same, and then the same for Simon. Simon's Dean points, Simon, Simon points, and so on and so forth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you and Simon, pretty much, uh, you, you're doing well with each other. You're pretty much matched. So Dean's Dean points. This is what he's given himself. He's got an average of of three. Shockingly, 
<laughs> what are the odds, yes, <laughs> on Dean, a five-point system? <laughs> Dean's Simon points actually come out at 3.1, so Simon's actually rating your, your thing slightly higher. Oh, wow. Point, point 0.1 a Dave Decimal, point 0.1 slightly yeah, higher. Yeah. Now, the guests, now, the guests for you, Dean, come out mm-hmm. much, much lower, but there are a oh. lot fewer guests, so they're yet, they're yet to regress to the mean, so perhaps... <laughs> <laughs> Later on, yeah. they'll come out. Also, I find uh, you know I just resent the intrusion into my life. So uh, you know, I'm just uh, <laughs> there's that residual bias I have of how dare you enter my safe space. <laughs> so, so, so the guests, Dean, for your things on average, have given you two point two five. So I don't know. I don't know whether this is a pointless situation whereby because these are things you don't know why they exist. Whether a lower score is better or is a higher score better. Yes. You tend to choose whether you like things. Yeah. Yes. I actually uh, bring in stuff when it's a guest particularly. I try to find something which uh, everyone would relate to most, um, or at least have some sort of uh, you know salience with, or at least some sort of cultural awareness of. So I will go for the lowest common denominator stuff, uh, not lowest, but hedge in that direction. And we can look at that because for your your guest ones so far, you've done Avatar: The Way of the Water. Well, exactly, yes. <laughs> or Aquitar, as it should clearly be called. Yes, yes. <laughs> it should. The, the Paw Patrol voice acting. Right, yes. Yes. The most old manish of them all, the Nelson's Colin Burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the video game Soda Machine Project, which obviously we can all relate to. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of all those, those are all far more mainstream than uh, perhaps my more typical picks, because obviously Burgers, everyone recognises that. Avatar 2. I mean, it's kind of hard to not be aware of that. Um, Paw Patrol, generally, uh, as, as we're all parents uh, on the show, then everyone's really aware of that. And I know the video game Soda, Stream, Soda, Soda Machine project is more niche, but we all, all three of us know about video games and vending machines. So I, I tend to lean towards things, which I know at least all of us will have something to say about this. But I think by doing so, I am uh, skewing the rating towards things we'll have been aware of and dismissed so I'm, I'm losing novelty impact i think perhaps by by doing that yeah to be fair if if we look through these a lot of them are mainstream but i think it's the angle you, you come at them with um hmm. so i mean like the morrison's christmas advert you know distressed jeans alton tower <laughs> alton tower cues <laughs> vienna <laughs> international airport <laughs> so mainstream <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows what for it. Everyone's got those VNA International Airport t-shirts. They just wait. <laughs> you know, and to be fair, 21.7% of the time you give a backstory that relates to yourself. So that's 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 pretty good. So very arrogant, is what you're saying. <laughs> Only 21.7%. Here. I don't think that's arrogant. No, I don't okay, think so. That's yeah. just yeah. just above a just above a fifth. That's excellent. Yeah, that's that's, yes, yeah. that's a good point. That's, yeah. It's the opposite, if anything. Just by having any at all, I should be ashamed of myself. Mm. So I am obviously leaning towards uh, uh, self. I think I'm being a bit more self defensive after realizing that I'm some sort of racist. It's that poem, <laughs> isn't it? It's crushed it. If we wanted to look at your arrogance, I'd go for the backstory that you gave for Simon's objects. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes far more sense. Yeah. Brace yourself, Dean. Now, now, I actually, I didn't calculate that. No, you have this on. <laughs> Probably have done it, though. I won't say that much. I worked out how, the, how is this about me? <laughs> so, several times. Well, if we 
if we look at Simon's now backstory, he only gives backstory 13% of the time. Yeah. And even then it was an elaboration of, well, I found this on Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that means I just mean Simon's more mysterious. You know, he, yeah. Uh, keeps his clouds closer to his chest than I do. Well, I mean, we look forward to the sexier Simon where he removes those cards. <laughs> yeah. I do quite like the way that I'm not giving any backstory, no <laughs> real detail in my life, but I will yeah. willingly talk about my toileting behaviour <laughs> any yeah. opportunity. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, the episodes where you mention your bowels are, are, a, hef, are a, hef, a hefty 23%. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a quarter of the episodes are gone. Oh, you mentioned this one already, don't forget. Yes, I mentioned it today. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> Your anus is not blind, Bill, counts. <laughs> or it is blind. No, I don't know. Either way, it was there. <laughs> it featured prominently. But again, so if we look at Simon's points for Simon's things, pretty good. So from Dean, on average, 3.2. Um, from Simon for Simon's things, 3.2. From the guests, this is where Simon does a bit better. He gets a 3.9. So, and again, I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna take the guest data with a pinch of salt because obviously, like I say, you know, there's not as many of them. They haven't had time to regress to the mean. So Simon's average points again three point two. So I doubt there's a statistical significant difference, and I haven't checked because <laughs> despite the size of this spreadsheet, who has the time? <laughs> <laughs> of course, we've only had three guests. But then I remember that in the Christmas episode we had three guests, but we didn't. Bring anything to the table, did we? We we uh, well, and yeah. well, I will say as well. I discounted the uh, the Christmas episode and the episode where you push drugs um, <laughs> as outliers. That's fair. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they, they were more special events, quite like uh, yeah. this episode. Bespoke, yeah. Should we say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I won't be including including this because I mean, for a start, the poem will absolutely wreck my database of. <laughs> Means perversion and racism. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, for listeners, um, me and David know each other much longer than this podcast. So that, that was on for some years. <laughs> it's in the cloud. <laughs> it is the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> A black cloud hanging over your head. But actually, in terms of your goal of discussing most things, probably. The, be- the thing that does the best, unsurprisingly, is your random Wikipedia article, oh, well, which, which, which does come out as, as actually really random. I know you've had two moths, but, yeah. <laughs> but it is, honestly, if you look at the topics, the percentages on each are pretty much the percentage for one thing out of what we're looking at. So I'm not surprised, because we discussed it a while ago, but we've had quite a few things from 2017, uh, quite a few sporting events from... A lot of 2017, or sporting teams, or sporting things at least. Yeah, it's it's whether I classify them as sport or whether ah, I'm right. into a, a deeper dive than that. Yeah, and, okay. But and you're I a sports did... atheist, so obviously nothing counts as sport. <laughs> oh, I believe I believe it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Begrudgingly. <laughs> um. So yeah, no. Like I say, I, I didn't look into the years of everything and stuff like that, but the actual topics come out as random. Um, and the points, well, this is the Dean tends to give them, he's on average 3.5. Now, Simon's a bit harsher, 2.9. Mm. He comes out. He doesn't, 
and I, and I, and I think this comes down to because what caused havoc with these ratings was Dean kept rating the thing instead of the article. I was about to say exactly that. Yeah, I think that's a flaw on my part. Yes, I was reviewing the the entity itself rather than the description <laughs> of it. But sometimes Which, it's not clear whether that's what's happening or not. So well, that's where the the. Uh, the listener has to decide, isn't it? You know, it's, mm. you know, you can't have all art explained to you. Well, it's not art, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <No. laughs> For the interpretation of the listeners. <laughs> I am, I am going to give a proviso to all of this data in that sometimes I write the scores down wrong because of when you change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I throw the device across the room. <laughs> <laughs> By device, do you mean your car that you listen to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. And by room, I mean the M6. <laughs> I think that is something I've noticed that when it comes to the final reviews, Simon is far more persuasive than I am, or at least I'm, oh, I'm easily swayed. Because when I say, like, I'll give it this much, you say, no, I don't think you should do that. Oh, yeah, right, you're right. <laughs> and I think at one point I did scream, stop taking advantage of my generous nature. <laughs> you did, it made. It made its way into the poem. That's where you say, I'm very pliable. There we go, yes, that's right. I thought that was a, a thing. Then again, you could have just told me that was a thing, and I disagree with you. So <laughs> by definition, that is something I, I, would, I would just say, yes, that's correct. Oh, listeners, Dean started this podcast as a little fun thing for him to do, and it's absolutely destroyed his self-confidence. <laughs> Really new. <laughs> it was you a mercy killing bit. Yeah. 38 years. You'd think he would have had a grasp of what I'm like by then. An absolute menace. <laughs> a psychological villain. <laughs> now, you might be interested um, in, in success rate because, of course, we've got the element of surprise. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yes. So... Not many of them. Actually, a lot fewer than I thought there were. But actually, each and every time, including the champion of champions, uh, <laughs> Dean passed the element of surprise. So well done, Dean. 100% yeah. pass rate for the element of surprise. Well done, Dean. Yes, there was a wobble with the Krypton one. Um, I thought it was a transitory metal. It was actually a noble gas. But I did say it was an element, which was the actual question. So, mm. so I guess I passed. I, I, I scraped a pass there, I'd say. Yeah. And not many, not many panthers had to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, it's not a good day if at least one panther doesn't die. It's something I'm doing. <laughs> um, and actually, and the, and the bulk of this, so this bit was the most difficult because I have a column on whether you find out why anything exists or not. Right. Ah, yes, of course. This was really tricky because sometimes I had to infer it because you didn't, I mean, obviously you don't go, oh, that's why that exists. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, so I had to infer whether you'd found it out or whether you just said it on a comment. But actually, um, and again, surprising, it's going to come out as an 83% yes Fuck across all the episodes. Awesome. You, you hint at or say why something exists. That's a first. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently not. Deep. <laughs> that does surprise me because when um, uh, past guest Michael McCann uh, is, is shouted at us for not even attempting to answer why something <laughs> existed, <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> Good lord, I never even noticed. Well, again, it's it's a lot of it's inferred. Like a lot of the time, like uh, like say with the edible chocolate anuses, yes. <laughs> you know. 
you, you find out why that exists. It was to make to make money and to eat. Uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. So that's a lot of, a lot of time, of course, based on the invasion, we have inference is all we can do. So that's like have to offer. So that's, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. The most irritating of which was probably the latest one where you, I assume, notably fatigued. Simon, <laughs> <laughs> so I, mean, I was pissed. Break <laughs> <laughs> fourth wall there for the listeners. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> where you're talking about the penny farthing, yeah. and I, and again, it did make me think. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And then I read the Wikipedia article where it literally says in about the second paragraph yeah. <laughs> why it's like that. Yeah, I know. I know. I knew that was there because I read it afterwards. So, thought, <laughs> but if I read it beforehand, that sort of defeats the whole object of this. And I don't have a, that many things to choose for the, for the podcast. So, <laughs> so you know, sometimes like, we have to revel in our ignorance, we have to <laughs> embrace it like the precious flower it is. <laughs> What was it out of interest? Because I'm not going to look at the Wikipedia article. Why did well, it exist? It, it is. It is exactly what Dean said. It's it's for, for greater speed. When you turn mm. the pedal, the bigger wheel makes it go further and faster. Ah, right. Now, yes, yes. now he was going. Well, wouldn't you fall off? And yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was known for people falling off, but it was. <laughs> it was a better alternative than the the previous bike, which was literally called the Bone Shaker. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, so I didn't factor in suspension and things like that. That was that. that I thought surely, you know, my argument was surely a, a, a smaller wheel, smaller bike with two small wheels is better than even if the big wheel makes it go faster. But yes, I didn't factor in the, the old days when springs and you know bouncing and <laughs> shock absorbers were were and a, figments of their father's eye. <laughs> and apparently, they did try it with the big wheel at the back, but <laughs> oh, I want to see that. But, Please send me this footage or something. Like a drag but, car. Well, I hope there is as well, because apparently the reason that beat was not as popular as the Penny Farling was because whenever you went up a hill, it would tip backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it got replaced, as you pointed out, by bikes with chains, and then it became less of an issue. <laughs> like this, to clarify, I just said uh, um, there's a figment of their father's eye. <laughs> just, it's not a phrase. <laughs> it's a or a twinkle of their father's eye. Figment of their father's eye is not something that anyone's ever said before. Glad I deduced it, but I'm sure it'll make for an, an interesting expansion to the poem. So, so, so what you're saying is the phrase a figment of the father's eye is a figment of the father's eye. <laughs> yes, let's, let's go with that, yes. It's an, irony, it's, it's an irony of some sort, I'm sure. So yeah, so that's that's all your data, and I'll I'll carry on uh, collecting this because of course I have you will to as well. <laughs> Definitely will. I, I have to at this stage, <laughs> 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 otherwise my family get killed. <laughs> <laughs> if you go less than fifty data points a day, your house explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I think we've proven, and the you know. Numbers don't don't lie unless Benjamin Disraeli makes them. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think I think you've you've more or less qualified for your bonus. Hooray! If we're willing to accept and get Simon to admit that Dean is not a pervert or a racist, he's not. <laughs> ah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a lean time in the <laughs> Burnett and Feely household this Christmas. <laughs> I'll say anything if there's money attached to it. <laughs> so, what 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 do you both think you've learned from from this year's worth of podcasts? I was going to say, um, I've learned a lot more about horses than I was expecting, despite the fact that I brought them up. 
but I think it has been actually really quite uh, genuinely quite illuminating, like things I did not know existed and now I'm sort of kind of fond of, like certain sports people from Cyprus. <laughs> and, uh, like slacklining. I'm still a big fan of slacklining, <laughs> even though that was something I hadn't thought about before we hit everyone's favourite section. But I also kind of like in the fact that, because you know, I'm talking to Simon, who me and him go back like 38 years now, that uh, I've up a lot of stuff from my past, which thus far hasn't proved traumatic, but <laughs> I go on a knife edge sometimes. But you know, it, 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 just exercising some old uh, memories, which I hadn't thought about for many, many, many years. And I'm glad to have those back too. So I'm learning new things, but also old things, which I'd forgotten about. And I find that as a, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth with that. Uh, so yes, but I'm uh, I am enjoying uh, finding out about uh, a lot of the products that Simon's introduced to my life. <laughs> uh, one thing that still sticks in my head is the um, pig trotter pillows. I, I cannot shake the, the visceral memory of those. <laughs> it, it's been something which has bothered me since. So yeah, so uh, you know maybe that's maybe that's because of course uh, we were trying to be prize pigs, and that was maybe the only mm-hmm. pig-based thing. Although there was some ham in the uh, 2007 Morrison's advert, I think. And apparently yeah. on your upper thigh. <laughs> well, it wasn't, that, it, that wasn't known to me until before today. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I'm, I feel like I've got a I've got a good rounded education from all this, and I'm, I'm very happy about it, and long may it continue. I tell you one thing that's um, not so much I've learned, but something that's happened as a result of doing this podcast is that whenever I see something odd now or stumble across anything on the internet, where in the past I would have shared it, you know, or say on WhatsApp or something with my friends or over a pint at the pub. Now I'm holding on to that <laughs> for whenever yeah. we record a podcast. And it, it uh, feels a bit like keeping a little secret for myself. Yeah. I'll say it's like I did that three times today. Like, I'll say, no, don't show Simon now. Show him on the record. That's the... Uh... <laughs> So if anything, it's curtailed our conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is more of a business relationship these days. <laughs> we're, we're meeting up like once a fortnight. We're not talking about our families or our general well-being in any way. We're talking no interest in any of that. Absolute guff. It's mostly centers <laughs> around horses and my anus. <laughs> and then we're just splurging out all these things that have been like build, building up in our heads without the, the chance of uh, just acknowledgement of it. Have you seen this thing? It looks like a sock that goes on your nose. <laughs> Shut up, don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird to sort of like uh, reserve your conversational top- topics. It? It's, it's an odd, an odd experience. I, I don't mind doing it, but it's, 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 it's an adjustment when it comes to our general day-to-day interactions. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I want to ask you something, if you don't mind, sir. Obviously, you're doing our performance review. <laughs> I think we've probably finished that now. Ah, well, I'm sure we have, yes. <laughs> As a uh, uh, sort of technically an outside observer who has obviously collated a lot of data, far more than either of us have done. So <laughs> we really appreciate that. I want to say thank you. Um, the whole thing about, uh, you know, 80% of the time we address the question, why does thinking exist? Do you think that the episodes we don't do, do you think that's actually a frustration? Do you think it might be annoying listeners? Or is it... Uh, just something to you know to be aware of. I I honestly, until I started collecting this data, didn't notice either way. Think <laughs> <laughs> off your so, <laughs> so I imagine not. Um, it it became more annoying to me when you didn't explicitly state why, <laughs> but that was <laughs> that was for uh, data collection reasons. <laughs> 
But I was actually going to say then, well, oh, Dave, what if someone pays more attention than you? But who else has got a fucking spreadsheet? <laughs> <laughs> who has written found poetry about this podcast? I'm going to say nobody. <laughs> well, it's your fault, really, because it started back when you talked about the um, the vending machine game. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I did introduce the concept of collecting uh, um, needless data, didn't I? <laughs> well, you didn't introduce that. This is based on a guy that wrote a blog about whether Sean Bean dies in every film or not. Oh, yeah, because, you did because that, yes. Because <laughs> there's a way of checking that, people. Yeah. <laughs> See, when you say it like that, it actually sounds very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was much easier to check than when I checked um, how accurate Stormtroopers were. Because I literally, literally had to watch all the Star Star Wars and estimate how many times they hit what they were aiming at. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. Okay. So this was quite easy. <laughs> Fair enough. Then. Glad we could provide you some uh, three minutes of distraction. <laughs> but no, I don't think it's annoying when you don't address why it exists. I think it would annoy people who aren't listening properly and who assume you don't. But we know ah, what okay. we know what happens when you assume. Yes, <laughs> yes. You make a prick of yourself. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> one of those. Um... <laughs> but see about that, yeah. <laughs> but as as you've said on the podcast, and and as I've said to you. My absolute favourite ones are always the ones where you just become middle-aged men complaining about a world <laughs> yeah. you no longer understand. <laughs> why Why do these jeans have holes in them? They never had holes in my day. <laughs> no, they did have holes in my day, but they were different holes. That's, that was the problem. <laughs> why would you want a burger on a cake? <laughs> these celebrities on the Morrison's Christmas advert for 2015 I haven't heard from in a while. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world's a mango steam? <laughs> mango steam predate this. <laughs> a new fruit in the last 40 years. This avatar way of the water, they should do that in plasma. <laughs> I don't I don't like this new fangled Rogers and Hammerstein. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Nadia, that was a Such a real low. <laughs> Well, for you, maybe I was enjoying myself. <laughs> Just because I had to carry your carcass through the whole section doesn't mean it was bad. He had nothing to contribute. Why, why would anyone queue for a roller coaster? <laughs> well, we answered that one. You can't say anything about that. That was answered. <laughs> yeah. I won that argument. Yeah. <laughs> the same reason they queue for watch Simon taking shit in public. <laughs> Although, in Simon's defense, that is spectacular. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't rule out looking at Simon's, but he's not just using this as a way to try crisps. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we need to summarise your performance. So, if we look at it in terms of your joint goals, then yeah, I think we've established that you're both similar enough to prize pigs that you can uh, get your bonus. Hooray! Hooray! If we, if we look at your individual goals then, yeah, I think we can say that if we take context into account, then Dean definitely thinks he's not a racist or a sexist. <laughs> no, pervert. No one said I wasn't a sexist. Oh, Why right, sorry. Taking that? <laughs> 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 taking issue with that, that statement. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Sorry. The, the only place you perhaps let yourself down is with Simon's indiv- individual goal where he said he didn't want to discuss horses, but we established that Dean was discussing horses. Yeah. So yes. 
yeah, I think I think you can you can probably get your bonus. Now, the thing is, uh, the spreadsheet demands that we do a random Wikipedia article. Okay oh. then. So right, do it then. We we need the beeps and boops. Here it comes. <laughs> See you after the break, business. Random Wikipedia article, three to one, here it is. Golden browed chat tyrant. Okay, that, okay. Is that because of me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the golden browed chat tyrant is a species of passerine bird in the family of Trinidad. It is found in the youngest of Peru and Bolivia. Its natural habitat is subtropical or tropical. Moist mountain <laughs> forest. Moist. Mm. Well, uh, two and a half sentences, I'll call that. Two <laughs> uh, sentences. Uh, is it a picture? No picture of it. Oh, wait. Hang on a second. Yes, there is a picture. Oh, look at it there. Well, to I'm be drawing. fair, it's a it's a drawing, which does, drawing. Not, yes. does not yes. prove it exists. Absolutely no, no, it does not. Um, no. Conversation the under the umbrella of threatened. Uh, that's, oh. that's bad. Maybe that's why there's no picture of it. Yes, who, that would make sense. Who threatens it? Man. <laughs> a cat, I guess. I mean, mm. <laughs> doesn't get to Bolivia often, but... Uh, it lives in a long green strip in South America. Yes. So it's a slightly endangered bird of the South American region. Mm. It lives in uh, Peru and Bolivia. It could easily get to Chile if it's so desired, but it chooses not to. Yeah. Lazy, I thought it was. Simple laziness. And we know birds can swim across the uh, oceans if they want to. So, you know, no excuse. Have any of you had a pet bird? I did have a pet bird. I had a I had a budgie. Mm. And um, my mum hoovered out its cage and hoovered the budgie up the vacuum. <laughs> it survived. It survived. It, it, it got stuck and its head was poking out the end. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's that's good. I've got a similar story of uh, budgie-related abuse. <laughs> uh, we had two, we had two budgies actually. We had one, the big green uh, potato budgie, we like to <laughs> and we had another one, which was a blue and white, really pretty thing. And uh, it didn't last long; it just suddenly died, and um, it was like hanging off the perch in the cage upside down. Right. And uh, um, I wasn't that bothered, but my sister and my mother were like, "Oh, poor old bird, poor old bird." And my sister was saying, oh, what are we going to do about the bird? And my mother said, oh, we wait until dad comes home. He'll do something with the bird. So my father came in after an eight-hour day in work, absolutely knackered, uh, comes into the kitchen. And my mother said, the bird's dead. And he went, oh, all right. Took his hand into the cage, grabbed the bird dead off the perch, and opened up the, the pedal bin and stuffed it on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the pedal bin was full, so the, bed, <laughs> the corpse of the bird propped the bin open. <laughs> they were expecting him to do like a, a Catholic uh, burial <laughs> or something, in the, where he'd do the last rites or something over the grave in the garden, but no, it's just stuffed on top of all the fucking turkey twizzler boxes in the bin. <laughs> Which is adding insult to injury, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have um, I, I never had a bird, but I did have. I looked after one for, I think it was a relative cousin or something, like a budgie, when they were away for two weeks. And I thought, oh, it's nice to have a budgie for a bit. And I'm like, no, it's not. They just 
flat out of shit. <laughs> but when it comes to the um, you know <laughs> disrespectful uh, disposing of an animal thing, a friend of mine who uh, grew up in Cyprus as a father was in the military and stuff, and they had a lot of stray cats there. <laughs> and they said one cat like the local community was very popular, and uh, they just found it dead on like sort of like one of the on the cliffside once, and like oh. God, everyone loves this cat. It's dead. Like they, they called her dad, and they said, "No, dad." It... What they meant was, <laughs> "Oh, dad, the cat's dead. We're all sad." He thought, "Oh, okay." I just grabbed it, and threw it off a cliff. <laughs> like, here we go. Problem solved. <laughs> That's not what it meant, but okay. <laughs> the kids like. Oh, Slightly traumatized now, fully traumatized. <laughs> oh, I see a problem. <laughs> 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 uh, what this goes through with the golden brown chat, I can't tell you, but uh, well, can I? Can I? So, what I want to know is what's a passerine and what's a tyrannidae? This is one of the interesting things of this article. It's two sentences long, and the majority of words I don't understand. We'll have a look what a passerine is first, and then we'll have a look what a tyrannidae is. So a passerine is uh, a bird of any or uh, of the order of parasismophores, or sparrows. So basically if it's uh, okay. a sparrow, sparrow-shaped. Yeah, yeah. Right, perching okay. birds. Okay, that's fair enough. They're perching birds, basically they're sparrows. And then, right, okay. Um, a tyrannidae, uh, Wikipedia doesn't have an entry for that. It redirects you to tyrant flycatchers. It's a great is, name. Yeah, yeah. Great name for a bird genus, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Or your next book, Dean. It's <laughs> 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 like a wild deviation to a different area, but yeah. Yeah, not? Dean Burnett, Tyrant Flycatcher, my first fiction novel. My <laughs> <laughs> <By> autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's what that is. Uh, what were the other words? Uh, the youngest, I didn't know what that means. It's probably just a bit of Peru, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a forest area, mm. a warm area on the slope of the Andes. Fine. Oh, okay. Oh, it's that strip, isn't it? The strip it's that got to be in. that green, that green strip that mm. I was uh mentioning earlier. I was uh, chastising the bird for not to dare into flight to <laughs> Chile, and it explains why now. What's a montane forest? A montane forest is... Is it going to be a forest on a montane? Uh, it occurs between the sub-montane and the sub-alpine zone. So it's something to do with elevation. I don't, that, I don't like a definition that just sort of includes itself, because it's saying montane. Yes. It's above sub-montane, but below upper montane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. I had that recently when I looked up... Um, but a book I did the definition of um, illness, and I looked up in the dictionary I found online, like the I think maybe Webster's or something quite reliable. They said illness, a period of sickness. Said, okay, so they said look at click sickness. Said the experience of being <laughs> ill. Said, All right, that's not actually helpful, guys. Go and pick one. Here we go, Dave. Montane basically means uh, areas found on the slopes of mountains. All right, okay. Different different um, strata of that. So it's sort of in the middle of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. Yes. Even though this uh, article is quite short, I'm still slightly perturbed, but they sort of got one single uh, reference listed. From Bird Life International. It sounds yeah. like a hell of a good uh, magazine. That's good, but they, sound like they might be biased. They sound like they might be pro-bird. <laughs> 
Yeah, we need to look at some anti-bird sources. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah, there could be a reason why this little bastard is endangered. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like plucking away small children with his beak and flying them off. So you're saying it should not be a fly catcher, it should be an orphan catcher. An orphan snatcher, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it comes down from above and claws at your little face with its uh, nasty black uh, feet. <laughs> Exclusively kills cute kittens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. maybe. It'll take the eye out of your favourite ferret or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like we I have, I have many ferrets, but this one is my favourite. Yeah, and it knows a little golden brown <laughs> And you know what? It's it's going on about it's going on. It's going on about being endangered. But if you look at its endangered rating, it's of the least concern. Oh yeah. Oh. So it's not that endangered. No, no. Well, it might be endangered, but nobody cares. That's the thing. Yeah, it might be an evil bird. Yeah. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Everybody's thinking good. It's all the kittens <laughs> and the orphans that it kills. Yeah. And all those blind ferrets. Ever owned a ferret, Dave? <laughs> uh, not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm, yeah. I forget yeah. their pets, you know, because I've, I've seen them like. I saw a few kids with them, but I I always think of them as I don't know. I I feel like I I like them to squirrels as in animals you find in the wild, not mm. something you can have. But they are obviously just like there was someone who used to live near where I used to live that used to walk their ferret every day, and that was quite a weird thing to see. Yeah, <laughs> people who walk animals that don't get walked. Although actually, yeah. I was about to say something um, uh, like a scathing ending, but you used to walk a rabbit, didn't you? Well, no, I, did. <laughs> I did that once because I thought my mother said, "Oh, we're walking me, go leave for him." Was, oh, okay, but I didn't think it needed it. But I was told that it would help. It was well, all right, yeah. I did it, but under duress, and I didn't think it was necessary. And I was proved right when I, after three or four times, the rabbit just sits there going, "I'm scared of this planet." Because <laughs> I'm a rabbit, and I was born in a cage, and I will die in a cage. <laughs> Come on, get up the main road. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so fair enough. I'll take that back. Then. No, I, I did do it. I just, I, I didn't think it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you did it under duress, much like the rabbit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, golden brown chap tyrant. What are we thinking about this then? As the guy who normally goes first, I'll say I think this article is. I think it's impressively informative for the brevity of it, but I think it's still very uninformative. So I'll mm. give it a two because it's. There's a good, it does a good job for two sentences, but it shouldn't be two sentences. It having one source is disconcerting to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Dean. These two sentences are very information dense. But if you go on any other animal, say like, um, I don't know, something horrible like a panda. Or some sort of um, moth. Or some sort of moth. <laughs> um, there's loads on them. You know, it'll have like moths in mythology you know, rabbits in other cultures, you know. Rabbits. Oh, if this was a special episode, we should call it that. Rabbits <laughs> in other cultures. And then this is all we've got about the golden-browed chat tyrant. It's not good enough. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to give it, oh no, I have to give it, 1.5, I have to give it a Dave Decimal. Of course, yes. yes. Yeah. I'll play the theme now. <laughs> Dave's Decimals. 0.7. 0.25.5. That's a half. 
I got to say that I don't think this is very good. Uh, we had something similar with that um, fish that came up a couple of weeks ago on the Christmas episode. Mm. Wikipedia, right, should not be using illustrations as their pictures of animals. There's enough wildlife photographers in the world who have taken pictures of animals. There's not even wildlife photographers. There's enough people with cameras in the world who would have taken a picture of an animal, which they will give license free. You should not be having illustrations. How do we know that's what a golden brown chat tyrant looks like? Yeah. The name is stupendous. The best named creature I've heard for a while. <laughs> Can't argue that, yeah. I I demand to see a picture of it. 0. 0.5 stars. Yeah. The real golden brown chat tyrant might be like five feet long and have talons mm. and massive golden eyebrows. <laughs> to look at you cynically as it disembowels you. Who's got the best eyebrows? Uh, what species? Or? Well, generally, general oh, no, species. Oh, oh. There's that penguin with good eyebrows. Oh, yes, the, the rock hopper. The, the, yes. Yeah, yeah those are good. Um, Very undervalued thing, an eyebrow. Elliot Gould's good, doesn't he? Elliot Gould. Mm, I'll have to have a look at the picture of him now. I think you I'm, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Neanderthal Man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. They've got a whole, whole, whole extra bit of skull for them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like a like a mantelpiece to show it off. Yeah. Yeah, Elliot Gould, yeah, pretty good. No, not too bad. No, I, yeah, I might no. someone else, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, they just look like a normal man's eyebrow there. Hey, Vagoda, that's what I was thinking of, sorry. Hey, Vagoda. Yeah. Oh, yes, Abe Vagoda, yeah. he's got some good eyebrows, yeah. I like his face a lot, you know. Yeah, really mm. good face. A characterful, I think people call mm. it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, Avery Gordes gets five stars from me. <laughs> he has golden finched eyebrows. Golden, <laughs> the golden finch, Avery Gordes. Yeah, I'll go with that. I like that. And with that, we close off for 2022 yep, for this podcast. We will see you in the new year, listeners. We will. Hands together across the oceans. Here we go. Arm in arm, brother to brother, sister to sister, sister to mother, mother to father, father to mother. How's your father? <laughs> all as one, one as all. <laughs> Together now, aboard the groove train. <laughs> Dave, thank you for all your work in putting all these seconds together. <laughs> See you, thanks, Dave. You've gone, you've gone, I was thinking about your, you've gone above, then above, and above, and above that, and then yeah. exceeded that limit. And then, quite frankly, Dave, you're in space. <laughs> I'm amazed you're alive, but well done. You have done. <laughs> That is proud. Thank you. Much appreciated. <laughs> uh, the final episode of uh, Will Riker's Star Trek Beard coming up soon? Yep, yep. Uh, about three or four weeks. Um, probably slightly longer because people keep getting ill. Bastards. How dare they? There we are. Look forward to that. Good night, listeners. Happy New Year. Good night. Good night.